and welcome to Stoked Season 1, Episode 10. My name is Brian, with me is Chris, away over on the far side. Hey there, Brian. And in the middle, between me and Chris, really acting as a man divider, is Jeremy. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Alright, so we are of course stoked to the Star Trek Online podcast, and when I say the Star Trek Online podcast, I mean the, the Star Trek the Online podcast. Not official, mind you. <laughs> not, not cryptic sanctioned. Just so awesome, it's assumed. Yeah, you had uh, uh, like we're that. Just, we're just going to be talking about uh, some Star Trek Online news today yeah because we got news um we got beta leaks uh from unconfirmed sources we do and apparently it's that means that some people are in beta yeah uh don't believe that 100 percent. we got but some I'm good roll with it hey we got to talk about some good information we got on the configurations for klingon and federation ships yeah whoa, whoa. don't this you guys is, think this looks like the first bit of the klingon pr cycle that we've been hearing so much about and i do <laughs> you know what there has been a little bit of interesting information oh, uh, has come out over the last week about some possible voiceover possibilities for different spots in the game. So we've got to talk about that. Oh, yeah. And then we've gotten some great details on the way the episodic content is going to work in the game. Some real true you game mean mechanics. Quest-esodic yeah. content? You got it. <laughs> uh, real, real good stuff that if you, know, you want to know how the, how the day-in and day-out gameplay is going to be, this episode's got that information for you. All righty. Uh, we have some rumors on the release date and rumors on the open beta release, so you don't have to be signed up for anything. You just get your hat in the ring during open beta you don't have to have you don't have to be invited details rumors when could that be we'll tell you then of course we will you've got uh, additional screenshots that um are purdy that we've we got to talk about our <laughs> favorite part like, our favorite love, part we end each episode with that and it just makes us all happy yeah, it exactly. really does it keeps me it keeps me over tied it over for Especially the entire Brian. week yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything all else right. makes me cranky except for that so should we roll into the this is the big stuff the big stuff yeah let's, made the information? let's dive into it all right it should be stated up front that none of us are in the beta. None nope. of us. Still. No NDA, no beta. So all we have is just bits and pieces of information that we've picked up via the internet. Yeah. People, um, yep. some, for some reason, they like us. I don't know. We've got anonymous tips. We literally do not have the names or, or they, of anybody. Or they don't like us, and they're sending us totally false, wrong pieces That's of information. That's actually entirely possible. Because we are not a part of this, and we couldn't tell you if we were, we can't confirm any of this. No, nope. We can't. So take it as you will. Right. All right. So let's talk a little bit about what we've heard <laughs> regarding what the life, what the day-in and day-out gameplay is for uh, people in the beta right now. Yeah. Now, one of the things we've heard is that the beta servers are not up 24-7. Now, we mentioned that last episode, and that's just a good reminder that you know if you feel like you're missing out on something big right now you can't really just sit around and play star trek online right now you basically how how it works is is they'll come up with a specific thing to test like a tutorial mission or whatnot and they'll leave the server up for like four hours and they'll Mm -hmm. say everyone log in right then and try that thing and while that's very cool and very exciting it's still not exactly playing star trek Online. a little more like working as an extension to this rumor like working in addition this uh, there's also an additional rumor that this is kind of boning uh people outside the u.s because of time zones yeah because those four hours chunks are usually like oh, west yeah. coast evenings you know like right after work well or while the cryptic folks are there to monitor things right because they're in california right. which is like middle of the night or middle of the morning for people in europe and, and elsewhere so it's, it's kind of great i thought everyone just kind of lived on a western pacific time zone this is schedule. just more evidence that they should yeah i think i think yeah. really they Get should with it here's the thing everybody ignore the sun and what it's doing because it's trying to trick you into not it living is, the same the, time and give credit as to us the, the, too, the i mean the, the sun is an amazing object in the sky but 
It's not known no, no, no. for its the discrimination. The sun is not time. an amazing object. The sun is merely a mass of incandescent yeah. gas. I'm saying what it does is quite it's a giant it nuclear furnace. It can send furnace. you back in time. But you have to you have to look at it in that context. Okay. It's a giant furnace that can send you back in time, but it, it is not a decision send you back device. in time. I'm just saying its gravity can send you back in time. That's, That's true. all. That's it's true. not it's, it's not, not the sun time. itself. That's not the sun itself. Yeah. Let's That's be clear. That's a good point. I concede. I'm pretty much unimpressed with the sun as as I get older. Thanks everybody for tuning into Stoked. Next week we will be talking about the moon and why the moon sucks a lot. <laughs> All right. So a little more baited details is uh, I uh, believe that there was an anonymous email received in our tip inbox. Ooh, we should have tips. We should have a tip inbox. Uh, a, t- a tip can box. Tips. Tips. T I P S at We'll do it. It's Ryan, it. Make that. Yeah. Make uh, that. So the typity, typity. Uh, one of the things that we heard is that in the tutorial section there is combat with the Borg. The Borg. The so one and only cybernetic. Are in the tutorial. Yeah. Um, they're also not yet allowing you to play Klingons in the uh, beta. And so again, this also only. this also implies that they might only be testing tutorial comments since we've been led to believe that Klingons will be uh, unlocked almost directly after the tutorial. There have been some large patches, but on the flip side, the people are reporting that the servers themselves are running very stable. Yeah. In fact, people are impressed with how production-ready these servers appear to be, yeah. which is great news. That and is great. It news. makes sense. Cryptic would probably it leads me to wonder why there's not more people being invited to play on those. Well, we don't servers, know. We but, don't know numbers. Uh, uh, to be honest, know. it leads me to wonder why the Champions Online servers are never online. Oh, this is actually something that I should mention. I heard that uh, again, unconfirmed, but I heard that people that you have friended that use the same account name in the Sto Beta are actually showing up on your Champions Online friends list. Oh, really? While they're on the Sto servers. Oh, that's cool. Really? That's kind of not cool when so, you think about it. That so, means that the two games might be sharing a login server. Well, your accounts, like your same championsonline.com account also works at Star Trek Online. True. Which is cool, I think. But what if the one login server goes down, which we've already seen well, happen I would, with Well, I would assume that it's probably a cluster of logins. Right? And let's hope that they get a little more beefy if they're going to put a whole second game on that well, system. Well, if people are saying, <laughs> yeah, if nice. people are saying yeah. that testing, things are really stable. Yeah, yeah but, but, but Champions Online isn't stable. So if you put both systems on the same That's what I'm, I'm looking cluster, at that. I'm like, what? Seriously. It makes me leery. Well, I haven't played much Champions this week, but... No, neither have I. Uh, so I can't speak to how the stability has been for the last week. No. But, um, in fact, it, the whole blood I haven't been able to log in half the off, time. But I'll, uh, I'll get back to it, I know. All right. So moving <laughs> forward, we've got a little bit of uh, some tongue-in-cheek... Uh, <laughs> the, uh, during the tutorial time, there is... Um, a diplomatic mission that you're sent on. Right. You were nice. sent on a diplomatic mission. To Alderaan. No. And the diplomatic mission involves shooting Klingon no. ships, then shooting Klingons themselves, then shooting Species 8472, uh-huh. and then shooting Species 8472's ship. Oh. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, it's more like Kirk-style uh, diplomacy. Diplomacy is, at the uh, end of a fist. Than it is uh, Jean-Luc Picard-style diplomacy. Right. Where Which you just argue for one hours. One is more fun than the other guy. It, yeah. It's true, but <laughs> I got I to go with that. There's yeah. a whole One's wide a range of Star Trek-y type of, of content out there. Well, this is just one example. I mean, they've said that there will be uh, uh, potentially ways to settle without... Um, no, wait. Combat. When we're saying Kirky type, we're talking about women, right? We're talking about women what and we punching. do with women. Women, and, women punching. and punching, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Buddy. I'm just making sure we got this under control yeah. here. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's done. It's done because it's a video game, and you're doing. It well, yeah, fun. and you know what? If I was 
playing it, I probably wouldn't be poo-pooing it because it's probably a crap ton of fun, and I would just have a good time doing no, it. You know, really, you, know, you know what? You're absolutely yeah, yeah. right, Jeremy. Uh, what we should do is we should go more the Navy style of the next generation where you spend most of your time filling out forms and paperwork in order <laughs> yeah. to uh, have someone else execute maneuvers. Yeah, you know what? They could even implement a paperwork minigame where you have to put the correct terminology in, in the correct fields. Yeah, buddy. On, yeah! And then you submit it, and then you wait for your reply where they tell you to make fixes. Right. That would be a blast. So fun. I can see how that would really lend itself to an MMO type experience. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. <laughs> so what do you mean you have a note here, Jeremy, about preset races? Human Bajoran, Andorian, Bullion, and Vulcan. Now, oh, these so are this presets for the character builder? That's right. So when you go into the character builder, you can choose a race, and then there are customization options on top of those. Right now, the only ones that they're allowing you to use as presets are humans, Bajorans, Andorian, Bullions, and Vulcans. Yeah. So nobody here is picking right. Bajoran, right? No. Because I will shoot you if Actually, you are Actually, I'm probably aiming for Bolian. I kind of like him. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have... Um, you have Blame. You have, uh, you have a lot of customizations for the pieces that there are there so far, but there's not a lot of individual pieces yet. Yeah, that's what right. I've been told. In the customization everybody the in the beta, their avatars tend to look like brothers and sisters of each other is what I'm told because there's not very many base and pieces and to I'm choose sure, from. You know, if, well, that's, you know, that kind of makes sense in a way. Like, if you ever, like, like the theory is that eventually in the next thousand years we're all going to kind of morph together and look kind of androgynously the same. You know what I'm saying? I guess. So that's how it's supposed to be, which sounds lame. I don't know. I also think there's probably a lot of content that just isn't in the game yet. Well, definitely. I mean, that one of the things just to, to that end is they're having discussions over adding certain voiceovers in different spots in the game that isn't there yet. Right, and and in spots where you would really hope that they were. Um, we'll get. I guess we we yeah, can skip straight to that. Yeah, let's just jump to that. This was in a, an interview with Zink, Craig Zinkovich. Uh, mm-hmm. He mentioned that they are seriously toying around the idea of putting in. Uh, what did he call them? Mini voiceovers for mm-hmm. things like uh, mm-hmm. when you're in the middle of combat, if all of a sudden your shields are about to fail, if you can hear chatter in the background of somebody, Captain Shields are failing. Percent. Yeah, beep, something beep, like beep, that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's like not that. currently there. Uh, you know, I didn't actually ever envision it was there. I, and then once I saw that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'd like to have that. Yeah, yeah. same here. Now, but I never actually, like, was when I was envisioning me playing Star Trek Online, that was never in my mind that that was in the game. Like it doesn't need to be, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, it doesn't need to be, but it would be, be cool to add. And it would yeah. be very easy to overdo. Yes. Um, getting too much chatter going and, on, especially if you're on voice chat. With and here's friend. the thing is if they add it, they have to add it with a huge amount of variety to it. Otherwise, I'm going to mm-hmm. be annoyed with it immediately. Yeah, if especially like every time your your shields go yeah. down to 50%, you hear, Captain, shields are at 50% by the same person yeah. done in the exact t- tone of voice. And, yeah. Captain, what are we doing? You know what they should do? They should make it so that all the voiceovers are just like five different words said by Will Wheaton, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. That wouldn't irritate anybody. Captain! Getting in trouble here, people. Just over and over. You're getting in trouble. Watch out. I kissed Ashley Judd. All right, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to go on with some more of the yeah, uh, Zinc details? Yeah, let's talk about that. Well, Zinc has also confirmed the way that space combat feels. It's all slow and tactical is on purpose, complete and totally. They want it nice. to feel like... Um, like big objects in space. Huge objects in space. Tall ships. Which they is. Combat is, is has what it's been compared to, like Pirates of the Burning Sea. Yeah. That, that type yeah, of stuff. That cool. pleases the heck out of me. So I not, love yeah, that. They're, they have no intentions of turning it into a, a fast-paced frag fest. Awesome. Which is now, we have seen some... Uh, there, awesome for a great. very brief moment in time, mm-hmm. there was some leaked gameplay footage put up on YouTube, which was taken down almost... It was within two hours because yeah. I, I saw it Yeah, almost uh, And it was of space combat. And mm-hmm. it did look, um, you know, it actually looked a little intense, but it was slow. Like, 
so it was one ship taking on three or four bad guys, and you're flying through an asteroid field, and there's yeah. asteroid objects coming at you. You know, they don't hurt you, but they're coming around you. Yeah. And there's a lot going on. Even though the ships themselves didn't move super fast, there was still uh, just a ton to keep track of. There was, was also, very active. In that, in that particular video, there were a lot of people fighting in the background, which I think added to the level of epic that it kind of felt. Yeah, yeah, your buddies or whatever are on their five in their own battle. Yeah. So you see, yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. So I love that. All really. told, there were probably, it was about an eight-on-eight eight battle. Um, but the uh, the avatar of the the video itself was just taking and, on a few on and its depending own. on how far away they are you know you you hear the faint phaser the yeah like in right. the distance and then as you got closer to your buddies they get louder and you'd hear their photon torpedoes firing and right it's very neat oh I want that yeah I know right another <laughs> thing, <laughs> thing I want I another thing from that video that we haven't previously seen is they incorporated floating combat text. Um, oh, like the damage? Yeah, which is probably something that they didn't have the demo because things were misbalanced. Sure, but um, it's it's present in Champions Online, so yeah, I'm sure so it'll be. So what Jeremy's referring to is like as as somebody would as as the player would strike a ship with his phaser, yeah. you would see the damage points raising off the ship. Right, which uh, I did specifically notice, and I just figured I hadn't noticed it when I was playing before. Right, no, it's not. In oh, the it demo wasn't. Footage. It wasn't in the demo. Yeah, that that is, is, that's a that's a key piece of information you need when you're playing those types of RPGs. Yeah, you need so. that kind of feedback to yeah. let you know if you're you choosing the right abilities. Know. If you're if you're Absolutely. effective in your current build. All right. So moving on, what else do we? What other details do we glean there, J Rands? Well, I do believe that uh, Q will be there, and he will send everyone to Christmas in France. Really? Yeah, you'll be stuck there uh, until you can figure out how to get out. And there will be these creepy little girls in dresses who walk around calling you Papa. But if Whoopi Goldberg's echo is still there, you're solid. No, that, that will benefit you greatly. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't entirely object to a couple of those missions now and again. Really? To yes. Christmas in France missions? Well, okay, not would be that fun. stupid. Like an, insta- like, like an instance is your, your ship what are you is saying? Are you saying Generations is stupid? Oh, well, are you saying Generations is the worst Star Trek movie it's ever? It's not in the top three. <laughs> or well, that's way to make a stand. <laughs> it's not in the top. It's not three. in the top nine either, probably. <laughs> at least that seven. was a much you know, more I, distinct seven. stand. Chris. At least seven. seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually think the Nexus could be kind of a fun because theoretically, right? The Nexus is still tearing through the galaxy. Right. You can encounter it, go into it, hang out with Whoopi and and her. That would be fun. Hang thing. out with Whoopi. <laughs> it would be great if they have like a William oh, Shatner Whoopi Echo. Wood, you know, right. go get a quest from him. Right. Oh, that'd be epic. It, where, you, where you do a really good job jumping over a creek in a horse. No yes. matter no, and no matter what you do, you can't fail jumping over that creek in the horse. Of right. course you can't. Well, the quest starts and you have to help him make <laughs> Come eggs. Come on, Brian. You have to help him make eggs. That's you the first have quest. to help him make eggs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah now no that is diplomacy. <laughs> right. All right. So moving on, what other details have we got? I don't even care. After this, like that, that's what I want now. Well, I want actually, that game. <laughs> on, the, on kind of that same topic from this Zinc interview, there's, it, let me just read you this whole quote because okay. this is an example of non-combat Thanks, Jeremy. gameplay. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, this is all directly from Zink. Uh, I know there is one and episode. Zink is Craig Zinkovich, and he is important. The game, the game guy. He's an executive producer. He's an executive, He's an executive producer, producer yeah. of Star Trek. Star Trek Online. <laughs> I was like I was trying to remember the name. Like, the game guy. He worked on video game. <laughs> video so game good. I know there is one episode where you show up at the system and is just crawling with Klingons. There's just no way to take them straight on, but you have to get to a destination on the other side of the system, oh. and so you end up skirting all the Klingons and you have to stay within a nebula so that they cannot detect you. Awesome. Otherwise, oh. you're just going to get. You, no, that's face awesome. How off. very Wrath of Connie. Right. Yes. I like that. I like so that a lot. It's, it's an indication that they are exploring some of those non-combat gameplay. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I don't. I'm not too worried about that. You know, it's 
every every game is going to have different types. I mean, I'm sure. Right. I'm sure, like you know, we were talking about here where your diplomatic mission involves shooting in Klingons and all that kind of stuff, and shooting in species eight four seven two. Well, at the stage these people are playing at, they're they're probably still worried about teaching people how to do combat. Right. That might that might be the tutorial mission yeah. for all yeah. we know. And so you've got for they, all we know. so they're going to throw that at you initially just to just so you know what buttons to push and right. what things to click. And that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so uh, moving on. Um, One last from that same interview, we got a little bit more information about gameplay on the astrometrics view, which is the travel. When you're at warp speed, yeah. you go to this instead of instead of like just sitting there with the ship with the stars streaming by. You go to this, you zoom out, and you get an astrometrics map, and you see your ship moving across the map. Right, and you oh, also cool. see several other ships, and you'll see what's called like your buddies and stuff. But they're they're terming signals on the astrometric field. Uh-huh. These are basically random encounters of different types, and some of them will be stationary. Some of them will move oh, towards okay. you and actually pursue you. Others might move away oh, from you, trying cool. to get away from you, I or like chase that. you. Um, you could see like you, and then you could see the guy if he's gaining on you. That can right. be really cool. Exactly. So these are all random encounters that they don't have to exist, and they only seem to exist for you, I think. But once you engage them, they in, they spawn a random encounter. And these uh, random encounters are actually balanced for, and this is also a direct quote: more than one player. Really. So this game is from the get go seems to be tuned. To groups of people playing together. Right on. I like it's that. It's great a for lot. you, right? You're mm-hmm. a big social gamer. I am. That's your thing. Yeah. You know, as long hey, as hey, I can hey. still get in and play a little bit, I don't. Honestly, if it could be like a balanced, if it could be like, a, if you look at the scale of the game, and if it was, if it was ninety percent balanced to social gaming and and ten percent solo gaming, right? Because be you want to be able to oh, log yeah. in at two in the morning if you can't sleep and get something done, right? Right. But, you know, in a lot It'd of ways, that's how Champions is, is I can play plenty of Champions on my own, but I can, there's tons of content for multiple players. Yeah, right. there is. Yeah. Right. So, now, I think that's cool. And that, uh, the fact that it was tuned for more than one player is only re- uh, referring to those random encounters. Yeah, okay. Quest and, uh, and episodes, as they're called, is probably solo, I'm, I'm guessing, because the random encounters are going to be so group oriented. Now, do we want to jump to the uh, to the to the quest format, the season format yeah. that we're talking about? Why don't we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I was actually that. doing that on purpose. Oh, very good. Holy, everybody! Yeah, way to go up on that. This is really uh, <laughs> exciting because it gives you this is this is one of the most concrete, detailed uh, uh, pieces of information on how you're going to be playing this game. Yes, absolutely. Everything else aside, what what race, all that kind of stuff, all that aside, this is how the game's going to actually play. I love concrete, yeah, and I'm excited about this. This so, is published on MMORPG.com, written by. A, a, uh, unknown guest writer, right? Oh. But it's official. Yeah, it is official. It's, official. it's been and, confirmed uh, elsewhere. And so the information is that they're essentially going to be doing uh, quests that are going to be in seasons. So they got, so you have episodes, those seasons. are quests. Yeah, and you're going to have seasons, and each season is going to be 14 episodes. Yeah, so 14 quests. And long. each episode, well, e- each episode could be a series of quests. Right. It could be like a malt, and they so so, so a they season say, of quests. What's a season of quests called? A season. A season. But like. Like what's an episode of Quest? A Questison. An Questisode? <laughs> Are we we're going with Questisode, right? For, so for a, it's your for turn. So for season yeah. of You're Quest, it's something. either going to be a Quizen or a Sequest. Mm. A Sequest. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. Sequest. <laughs> All right. Um, and so what they said is so obviously. In a season, some episodes are going to be linked together. And you just look right, think of those like as arcs. like a multi-part Star Trek episode. Right. To and, be continued. And yeah, it's oh, to be continued. Man. And so you can't do one without completing the other. Right. And then sure. there's going to be some where you can jump around. Mm-hmm. And um, that sounds yeah, holodeck episodes. like so much fun to me. Holodeck First episodes. of all, I yeah, love the idea <laughs> of being like, hey, Jeremy, what season are you in? And I can, it immediately gives me context yeah. of where you're at in the game. Absolutely. And that's awesome. 
you can't do that at all with with Champions Online for for a big no. example, what, but yeah. many others. Many, many other, yeah. You know, if you if you group up with somebody that might have been playing for an hour before you logged online, you, and you ask them what quests they're doing, they have to go through their entire list and say, "Well, I got this one, I got this one, I got this one." Oh yeah, this is going to take care of that. This is yeah. going to be so. This is a yeah. great idea. So you just now you just say, "I'm on season two, episode three. Oh, love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, that's pretty, that is pretty pimp. <laughs> that's going to be great, That's pretty pimp. That is All right, awesome. so any other yeah. details we kind of learned about that? Well, each that episode the... is about anywhere from oh, 45 yeah. to 90 minutes long. Yep. And again, could take place over several quests. They're also already said previously that they're they're programming these things so that you can pick them up and drop them at any time. Love it. So if yeah, you, that's pretty cool. If you get halfway into even even a single episode and you all of a sudden your friends need you to go raid a, a Borg invasion or something, you can just right. say, oh, okay, well, I'll come back to this. Okay. Or if you have to go guys. you know, pick up your kid from daycare. If somebody hails you and says they need support in Sector 001 because of a Borg attack, right. you can pick up and go. It's always in 001. Well, that's that sector is screwed. I know. That's where we are. I don't want to be there. What? <laughs> right. So <laughs> any other details about the seasons and, and episodes? Or is that no, kind that's of pretty it? much it. And that's awesome. That's it's what more do you what want? What we just did there was <laughs> yeah. we took a massive article and condensed it into a tiny bit of information. <laughs> that for was you. a huge article. <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome. Once more, we do all the reading so that you don't have <laughs> to. Info nugget. <laughs> we read the web so you don't have to. Well, all right. And the web is hard, guys. I know. I know. You never know what's safe to click on or not, right? No, Got it, buddy. So <laughs> right. we uh, we got uh-huh. some information regarding uh-huh. ship configuration. Should we cover that now? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about Federation ships because uh, that's what we're all going to be playing initially. Because we've learned that Klingon content becomes unlocked later on. In the right. Game. That's right. So Plus, since we're starting being now, a Klingon is lame. Right. I'm going to be a Klingon. Did you say Osh? I, I was going to tell you to shut up, but that's not nice. You just said Osh. Osh. Hey, Hello, Jeremy. Hey, Brian. Osh. Hey, hey, Osh. hey, you both of you guys, I want you to Osh, okay? <laughs> hey, Brian. Yeah? I need you to think of a context of Wheels Within Wheels, okay? Because you <laughs> yeah, need to Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'm glad you get me, Chris. So the Federation ships, that's uh, going to be what I'll be playing. Uh, 16 different configurations. You 16. One entry. Now, there's 16 base configurations? These are these are basically what's called the ship classes, I think. Is okay, another, 16 uh, so classes kind of, interchangeable. of ships. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, so you start out, everybody has the same one one basic entry-level ship? Yeah. Okay. And then you have uh, five of each tier above that. So, like, if I get, right. a, so if I get a Stargazer-type ship, mm-hmm. a Miranda-class vessel, I'll, I'll start with that, and then there's going to be five iterations of the Miranda-class? You know, I'm not, uh, I would have to look at the ship class chart. I don't have it committed think, to memory I yet. I think that's kind of what, that's what I gleaned was it was, it was going to be, you, you basically will go through five generations of improving the Miranda class, you know, huh. refits and things like that. And then you get the next and one. And then you're going to go to the next one. Okay, that's possible. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so. Uh, but you can, you can maintain your old ship. If yeah. You want. If you like, yeah. You're going to be at a slight disadvantage, but it's not, it shouldn't be a huge power okay. swing. And so when you're cool. when you're depending on where you're at in that level, you're going to be able to pick from uh, any of any of your ships. You can you can interchange the types from any of the types yeah, of improved of classes. that type right, within so the same tier. If you're on Miranda and you've gotten say you're on level four of the Miranda, you can still equip level parts from level one or parts from level five, and you can arrange the way your ship looks yeah. from any of that pool of stuff that you've unlocked. Now we've seen okay. Later on, bad. we're gonna I think we're gonna put this in the the show notes as a, a link to their Flickr photo stream. Um, oh, okay. Um, and there's some good pictures on there of some different types of configurations, all the same ship, same class, but um, completely different looking. I mean, you can all you kind of tell that they started from the same place, but um, 
But that's not the right link, Chris. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> well, that might not have been your fault. That might have been the Bitly bot in the way. Yeah, way oh, fail. Bitly bot. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll try to find them and put them here in the video version. Yeah, and if nothing uh-huh. else, I'll get them together by the time for the show notes. Yeah, they're they're oh. really cool. Very informative. In, in yeah, a, they're very handy. They're not very interesting shots on their own, but if you know what they're of, you know, taken in a series of different con- it's, configurations. It's good for insight on what, what you're going to be able to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Essentially, you're going to have a total of 48 complete different models that can be mixed and matched. Yeah. That's cool. 48 different ships. That's really cool. Man. Now, That's for the yeah. Klingons, you're going to get uh, 13 different configurations. Nothing cool. Now, remember five the- birds of prey, four raptors, three cruisers, and one carrier. Now, okay, a, a couple different things on this. 13 is not that much lower than 16. Nope. So the base classes, there's a... Uh, I do like the idea of... Can you name your ship? Yes. So you can name your own ship. So if I was Klingon and I had a bird of prey, a BOP or a BOP, uh-huh. um, I could name the ship mm. Mbop. <laughs> the bird of the prey. Mbop. Mbop. Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure I can do now, this because I'm starting to make Klingons blow interesting so to me. Times. Brian, you and I are kind of you know pretty firmly in playing in the uh, Starfleet camp. Oh, absolutely. you got to admit the idea of flying around a bird of prey is kind of exciting. And the way that these work are now, very interesting because... Federation stealing a bird of prey and then like doing a mission inside of a bird of prey as a oh, Starfleet oh, officer oh, and picking oh, up some whales. Oh. <laughs> Dude, well you can't put a whale on anything else. No, uh, but first you gotta make sure you That's get cannon right thick, there. thick acrylic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like transparent aluminum. It's gotta be yeah. flown in by somebody. And, and you have to design it on a really old Macintosh. Right. Yeah. So... Anyway. All right, moving on. <laughs> Going back to what I was talking about, the yeah, Klingon configurations remember. are set up in a, in a rather unique manner. There's a bird of prey, basically, of each class. And uh, so when you start off what? in a bird of prey, if you move up and you don't want to move to a raptor, you can stay, you can with stay a in a bird, bird of prey. prey a oh, new good. bird of prey. Yeah, okay. Which is so, apparently what most of the Klingon civilization has chosen to do for like the last right. 100 and years. And then if you go up right. to the next rank, you don't have to move to a cruiser. What's a Klingon cruiser even look like? A little smaller. Uh, we had we showed a screenshot of it earlier, but uh, you know, in the next generation, yeah, they how they have the bird of prey, and then they have the like the more flat, more modern looking. Yep. Yeah, that's the cruiser. Oh, that's the cruiser. Okay, yeah. and they're actually considerably larger and more okay. uh, more more bang yeah. for the buck. And then you know, at the end, if you want to go into the gigantic carrier that can launch other bird of preys, then you can. But otherwise, you could just be a bird of prey, a really badass bird of prey at the top level. I do want cool. that? Yeah. yeah. So it's basically a way of uh, the Klingon ship tiers are, are almost completely different in a way because hmm. you can oh yeah you don't have to choose a new ship over an old one uh entirely like you the federation as you progress well, that's, that's, if you want to stay on the cutting edge of you, klingon culture you don't have to make choices like that i guess you don't have to okay klingons aren't about choice they are anti-choice whereas we in the federation are pro-choice that's pretty inflammatory there brian Bro, uh brian we got a little information in about terms crafting. of spaceships jeremy um, what do you think? You, should we talk about crafting this or are we done talking about, about crafting? I, I think that's... You got all, is that all you want for ships? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. that's, that's so we've got two types of crafting. Now, you've got BOF advancement. That's your bridge officer. <laughs> where you can give your bridge officer skills. That, you know, like yeah. One equipment. of the skills we've discussed is a bridge officer might be able to fire a single torpedo, but then later on you could advance them so they could fire a... A salvo. Yeah, that, that's going to be really handy. A quad uh, fire. Uh, I just want, I want to have really advanced equipment for my BOF. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be able to have, like, a boff cluster. I want to be able to have my boff firing advanced clusters for my researched boffs. Yes. <laughs> right, that's what we're saying. Let me just say that... You want to have advanced boffs. <laughs> the fact that they are <laughs> right. calling boff advancement a form of crafting, I think, is a, a huge cop-out. Really? Yes. Yeah. This is character development. This is skill progression. But it's not your character. 
It's, but it, they're they're an extension of you. I mean, they help you in both space and ground combat. But is that exactly both- the point? I mean, because it's not you directly, but it's something attached to you that you're working on improving. How does that compare to armorsmithing? Yeah. Uh, well, because 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 if you can boff, if you can if you can upgrade your boff so <laughs> yeah. that your shields are better, then you have better better boff shields. That's skill progression. <laughs> that's player progression. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then the second type of crafting mm, is research boff. and development. <laughs> so <laughs> what? Boff, boff, boff. So what you do is you. <laughs> so research and development <laughs> lets you collect materials throughout the game and then bring boff, them boff. to memory alpha for reassembly into a final. Product. Right, and possibly if you find the right pieces, it might unlock. Can I just say rare that I yeah. love that memory alpha has been? I, I've seen a few things that mention memory alpha in this yeah. game, and I love that. You like that? I that do. Memory nice. alpha is cool. <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty cool. Now, but let me say that on the crafting front, this is not crafting like any other MMO that actually has a crafting system. No. This is almost not a crafting system. It's, le- it's leveling up aspects. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's granular and leveling? I, Would you I, say it's I, granular honestly, leveling, leveling of your character? Yeah, that's actually a pretty good way to put it. Thank you. Way to yeah. go, Chris. Ha ha. <laughs> Chris yeah. did it. Or really, it's, it's, it's crew officer training. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, uh, so to, say, to say it's crafting almost implies in a way that you own the people on your crew. And some might say that you can because you can eventually trade them and buy them and sell no, them. No, but I mean in the Federation universe, of course, that's ridiculous. Right. Oh, I don't know. The captain, uh, captain's response. Ah, but at any crew. point, at any point in the Federation, a person can say, I'm out. Yeah, or put in a transfer. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I just it, it does seem a little discriminatory is all I'm thinking. A little, I'm with Jeremy on A this little one. outside mm. of canon and a little stupid. But, really? uh, just to know, call that crafting is stupid, I think. It's a dumb name, but it I think, is a dumb think, name, I but I like mechanics, what you can do with it. Yeah, the mechanics look right. Yeah. I think it's just called the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I love um, the idea of I could make a crazy awesome science officer and then trade him. Yeah, sure. Or her. Or her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So do any comments on the research and development where you find materials in the game and bring them in? No, out? again, I think this is a great way to, to handle yeah. it within the canon. It's not very crafty. It's not going to be comparable to um, things like Star Wars Galaxy or EVE crafting. Um, it, it's yeah. on a completely lower level. But It's not World of Warcraft where I take a thing of like torn leather and make a, and make make a, a bag. Right. Yeah. But so, uh, I, you don't like crafting. If if I ever have to make a bag in Star Trek Online, seriously, my desk is getting flipped. Yeah, <laughs> I do not want to make bags in Star Trek Online. Theme on show. <laughs> it's flipping the desk because that's that's just that's not cool. Guys, this really flips my desk. I mean, seriously, here's the thing: if I have, if I have. And in this day and age, a freaking replicator, if I want a bag, I will freaking replicate a bag, and it should cost me no money. And bag. it's storage. Earl Grey hot. Yeah, bag, Earl Grey hot. Brian, have it. let me ask You're you right. this. Exactly, so Jeremy. there's two different things um, in Star Trek canon that um, conflict with each other when it comes to replicators. Yes. Uh, one that's extended via some books, and, and then the one that's kind of the next generation take. Yep. Is, and so the original series kind of touched on it. Replicators work from what is essentially like these raw blocks of material. Yes. Anything they make comes from these raw blocks. Exactly. And then, and then later in the next generation, it's anything that's it's materialized from computer bits and data. Kind of like the opposite of a hollow suite. Right. It, 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 it forms something permanent, no raw, no raw block of material needed. Right. Uh, just energy which, becomes matter. Which replicator method do you guys subscribe to? Is there raw material required, as in it's a limited supply, or does it come from uh, from computer data that's in the, and molecular parts are brought together? Well, I think the molecular parts still are raw data. It's I, still pulling it from some sort of matter, even if it's not right, a but they kind of imply of They never address it directly, but the next generation, they kind of imply that what there's no like, limited supply of what raw if material. somewhere in the middle? From. Like when you reach a starbase, you take a huge lump of raw material and you energize it. 
and it yeah, enters yeah, yeah. into your buffers, and then and you it becomes can, energy. And I think that's an awesome way to go. Yeah, you know what it is. I got to figure it out, guys. We're using we're using. Oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> this, my brain just exploded, but I've got it. We need there, brain buckles. There is an alternate universe. We are using, we are teleporting from them into our universe bits of raw matter from them so to ours. from them. So we're stealing the matter. So randomly, someone will be walking along, a chunk of their face will go, whoom, and we'll and turn into, and then you've got a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. <laughs> face coffee. Yeah. All from this other universe that we're just screwing over repeatedly. Well, no wonder the people in the mirror universe are so pissy. So, ergo, both original and next-gen are right. I like it. And both are canon. Now you've you've connected the two. But it also means that, again, I should never have to friggin' learn how to make a bag. (laughs) I just just say, computer, bag. Bag And it will give bag. All right. I like bag, that, Bag, not retarded. Boom, now, bag. <laughs> before we roll on to the new screenshots for this week, anything else we want to cover? I don't know. What else we got? Uh, we, the screenshots. We, we, mentioned, got? we mentioned a few things, I but I think notes. really for the most part we sh- we're ready to get into the screenshots. I want there's, screenshots. There's a few links that I'm going to force Chris to put in the show notes. Yeah. They have okay. a new blog that has uh, yep. been put up, and it's kind of an in-character blog, uh, sort of. Yeah, it's a, they call it a character journal. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. it's from the point of view it's of Mott cute. the Barber, who has appeared in, in The Next Generation. In he's a, a real pivotal of, role. He's a bullion. He's he's overweight. He's kind of friendly, but um, he's a little a obnoxious. A little obnoxious as well. Yeah, but at least he's not this friggin' doctor so from Voyager. It's his... Oh, jeez, amen. He's like the precursor to Neelix, though. He was like pre-Neelix. He, he is was. like pre-Neelix, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's they a good point. just stop there. Yeah. So All it's right. his blog. He'll be releasing notes and news. I like that he has a blog. Um, yeah, <laughs> more, yeah, exactly. So the Barber has a blog. Barber blog. Uh, so before we jump into the screenshots, one thing I'll cover is uh, there was a picture shown of what if you order if you pre-order for, if you pre-order from Amazon. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. um, if you haven't done that yet, I'll put a link up in the show notes. You can because, do it through our affiliate store, which it doesn't yep. cost you anything, but gives us a little credit. Um, yeah, just a little bit. There is a uh, uh, an image of the. Borg officer that you're going to get by doing yeah. one of the pre-orders. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what do you think, guys? We had talked about if we thought the Borg officer was a good idea or <laughs> not. Um, you've looked at it now. What do you think of this picture? Good idea, bad idea? Uh, you might this is just want, a fan does, service. Does it make you want to flip your d- desk or would you want to use this in the game? I think this is just a, a flat-out fan service. Yeah, it's, it's not going to make any difference to me whatsoever. Yeah. It it looks a bit like the Borg Queen, to be honest. Yeah, it looks a little Borg Queen. It's because her hair is not all met. She's got hair. Most Borg. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I feel about it, I do not particularly like the female Borg because I find them like the inverse of sexy. Because it's just kind of gross looking. It's like having sex with your computer. All it is is ensuring that I will not get an erection while playing Star Trek Online. That's a big thing for you. Seriously, I I want to not have that particular (laughs) thing. I I want. (laughs) How do I phrase this? Uh, Okay, everyone under the age of fourteen, cover cover your ears, ear ear muffs, or whatever. Cover cover your good job, Jeremy. Um, I want to be okay with having an erection while I'm playing Star Trek Online because those ships look good. Um, and those board, those board characters, not so good. Gotcha. Screw with me. Well, that's a definitive stance to take, Brian. You're welcome. Moving on. Now, screenshots. Knowledge for the internet. We've got some new screenshots. One of them is kind of like what uh, one we've seen before, only it seems like maybe it should be framed and hung on my wall. It looks so amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's a planet with some rings, great. several sets of rings, <laughs> and an asteroid field with some <laughs> debris some in the asteroid field. Yeah. It looks it just looks so cool. It's just, it's just one of the So many of these new screenshots we're getting, uh, they really are amazing. But I, 
they're nothing new. They're nothing new, but man, oh man, I just I'm yeah, looking at them. I just don't even I don't even believe it right now. It just looks way too good. Now we've gotten uh, oh, we've got a great shot here. Speaking of Klingon cruiser, here's oh, a great shot good. of a Klingon yeah. cruiser leaving yeah. a rather desolate planet. Yeah. And uh, the Klingon cruiser looks quite amazing. It's a little more modified and a little more modern looking than what we've seen. Yep. Say like the next generation. Yep. This might be beefed up with some armor modifications and, yep. and specialization yeah. and yeah. very powerful boffs. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and it has uh, you know. So l- l- looking at the scra- screenshot again, uh, it's not just boring sitting there space. No, it's, it's gorgeous looking space. Yeah, you know it's it's exciting. It's, it's adventuresome. Nev- exactly, yeah. it looks mysterious. Mm-hmm. It looks know? like stuff is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, I love the look Sp- of these shots. You know what? Actually, let me just derail for one sec. I Bring it. have never played Eve before. Uh, I loaded the the trial. Mm. Um, I'm on my let's see 11th of the 14 day trials now, so I've been I'm giving it a shot. A I play it about every other day. Um, space is so boring and huge in Eve, which it's is huge. realistic. It's it great. Is very realistic. There's a space lot of, is big, Jeremy. There's a lot of very semi things about Eve that are really interesting. I find very. the whole game very interesting. I don't find it very much fun. Is it? Yeah, that's kind of where I was going to say. Is it fun to play? See, I no. really, really liked Eve, and there are par- there are areas, there are essentially sections of Eve space that you can get into that are just amazingly fun, interesting, intense, awesome, and just but gorgeous. They're so interesting because there's so much to do. There's so much to do close there, together. Most of Eve is very empty. Yeah, yeah, because that's space. I mean, I've spent probably half of my playtime so far traveling. traveling yeah. yeah, yeah, which is something that I think these these screenshots tend to show that space is much more interesting in Stowe. It might not be entirely realistic to have this much crap you know, floating around. You know, I think what I think is really interesting about Star Trek Online because uh, there's really three games. We've got we've got Eve Online, we've got Vendetta Online, and we've got Star Trek Online. Yeah, and uh, to a lesser extent, Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah, their space that's not game. real. That's not a game. Um, oh. it's, it's, it's based on a stupid franchise that no one's stupid likes. Um, so, Metachlorians. You don't like them. Yeah, yeah, whatever. What the F is that? Um, so, but, but EVE Online, you know, is very much you click it and select it, and it's like, okay, I am going there now. You don't really have a lot of control over how you move, over mm-hmm. how right, you fly. Right, 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 uh, right. Vendetta Online is the exact opposite. It's like a flight simulator. You, get, you can so bust you have, out the joystick. I have a joystick and, and a throttle, and I'm like flying around in space, so it's heck of fun. That sounds fun. Star Trek Online is like in the middle. Right. You control yeah. most of yeah. it, but it's not like flight sim controlling. It's you not just twitchy. You just control it. You just direct it. Yeah. And you don't just say, go over there, click, and it just figures it out and goes over there. Well, I'm sure you can do some of that. It kind of lends itself more to having some hands-on input. Right. I, I think that feels yes. the right the right voice. It, it is that's a good the, balance. That's the good spot. Yeah, yeah. it's a sweet spot. That's yeah. A, yeah, I totally agree. Because most people don't like the flight semi stuff. I mean, I mean, it, a lot of people do, but it's not going to appeal to the, mass, right. the masses. I think there. that you, you're exactly right. Those two games are prime examples of taking it to the extremes very on either extreme. side. Yeah. And Stowe sits at a sweet They're spot. They're both great games. They're both yeah. very interesting games. They're both very beautiful games, but Star Trek Online just kind of takes it up a notch. Right. and they, 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 they It's like they learn from the mistakes of both. Mm. Yeah, I hope so. All right, so this screenshot we're looking at now is like a really bulked up, modernized, or Miranda-class ship. I think that might be a Centaur, the way it's kind of a okay. little bit more below. Yeah, the, the, the nacelle specifically Did, uh, did Jeremy just uh, school Chris oh, on well, Star Trek oh, ship design? Well, I was going to say, it very well could be because it's, it, it, it doesn't fit the conventional Miranda design. It's more modern, so... But the, the centaur is... So he was going to get to it. Waffle, well, waffle, 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 waffle. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy knows more about Star Trek than Chris. The centaur is an evolution <laughs> of Miranda class, so that sure, would make sense. Uh, yeah. Probably uh-huh. quite right. Uh, anyways, great looking again. Um, looks like it's probably the same planet, just a different shot. Nice than job, from dude. The last one. I know. Yeah. I know. You, you, you took him to town. <laughs> <laughs> to town. Now, 
This is my favorite screenshot that we've got oh, to cover. Yeah, this that looks good. You got a this oh, one is green. You've got a modern, uh, new looking Romulan warbird that looks like uh, kind of hinted at from Nemesis, where they kind of had a new look to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now this is even newer. And it is a bird of prey who, it up. who I don't know if there's been some S going down in this in this asteroid field. There's lots of debris. Tons. Yeah. There's yeah. lots of rocks. There's a lot of garbage in space. And this guy is like flying over it. And he's sort of surveying the damage of what's gone down. Look what there. I did. Yeah, yeah. And it, he either it looks kind of gloaty he's, about he's it all. For his buddies. I'm not sure. But yeah, he looks like he's, yeah. <laughs> he's gloating. <laughs> he doesn't have it. a scratch on him. And Look it's at a, my trash. It's a gorgeous looking <laughs> ship. <laughs> Great shot! Great I told those shot. kids to get off my lawn. You know, there's there's a so lot of players so out detail. there that are really excited about the the opportunity to pro- possibly play a Romulan oh, uh, in yeah. an expansion in the future. There's, yeah, it's gonna have to be. An I expansion. think this might have been sort of a fan service to them. Oh, this particular shot you just pulled up is one that was from the Flickr stream that I haven't previously seen before, and it's. Um, I don't know how to so describe it. It's, it's, it's an interior fighting it's, shot. Yeah, with a Borg. There's a mm-hmm. Borg drone in there. And yep. uh, The part that I found interesting is this uh, this player in the foreground, which might be a Federation, although his clothes look more civilian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, uh, he's, his, fighting with a, he's fighting with a Federation guy. Yeah, so he's on their team, it looks like. Uh, unless he just might be pointed the wrong direction, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but his uh, his whole people are retarded. I don't in the recognize too, this guys. race at all. So this might very well be a, custom, a, a random custom. custom. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like so. it's like the head looks like someone who has like dreadlocks, but is like sticking their head out the car window, so they're flying straight back. Right, it's kind of what it looks like, except it's blue. It's almost like he's made of crystal or something. Yeah, like, like, spikes coming straight off the. Yeah. It's kind of cool looking. Yeah, it is. I love uh, it. I, yeah. I'd love to be able to put like something like that on a custom race. Uh, that'd be neat. We've had so we've got some more interior shots here. Uh, these ones posted at mmorpg.com or .org. More and uh, it, it's got Morp. some guys working a console. These are uh, who are they? Jemadar guys. They and, are the uh, Jemadar. So we don't know a lot about the Jemadar's involvement in the game, but we've got some screenshots <laughs> that show Jemadar. So there's going to be something worked in there, and mm-hmm. uh, that's gonna that's be just fun. really cool. Yeah, here we yeah. go. This Ooh, is here's a great for. battle shot. You've got like an Enterprise D Galaxy class ship fighting what is either uh, I don't even I can't really. It kind of looks Cardassian. It does. It's, well, it does. It does kind of look Cardassian. But I don't know. But are this, supposed to be on the Federation side, not like sorta, not like officially on the side. But they're supposed to be like let's go mooching off the Federation. <laughs> it's not. But let's it's just go Orion. with that. It's no, Orion. Or, or it could be Gorn. Could be going. Oh, it too. could be going. Uh, man, the man that, that ship though. is just getting toasted. It's got explosions coming off. It's being hit by three phaser fires all at the same time on different locations. And 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 what this does is serve to show that the Galaxy class Enterprise D style starship still looks like it has Down syndrome a little bit. <laughs> uh, the saucer section is still just a bit <laughs> too wide and lumbering looking. Uh, not my favorite starship. And here's a beauty shot of a Defiant similar. I think that might be the, the other one. Nice class M planet there, looking all. beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. and Pretty. blue and you just know this beautiful bikini clad inhabitants down there yep they've got some sort of trouble that you need to beam down and help them with absolutely it's a great looking mm-hmm. shot so like we'll link to those in the show notes if you're, if you're listening to they the audio they need pizza to survive and you're the pizza delivery guy for the federation that's a low level quest <laughs> Dude, All right. screw that. I think you just have to build so, up to that one. Should we should we end it there on a high note? We've got some great screenshots for oh, this, this week. Is there great. anything else we want to cover before we wrap this episode? I'm done. No, right. I, just, I just want to point out, so this was our 10th episode. 10th, number 10. And what I think is astounding is that throughout all ten episodes, Cryptic has continued to unveil additional content to actually keep us talking about. True, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. I was a little, I was a little skeptical. I thought, wow, okay, I, I want to get started talking about this show early. I want to get this show out, uh, game early. I want to do the show every before week. the game's out, right? But. Cryptic has not has been unrelenting in their releasing of of just enough new information to, do, to get us 
get us excited. We've every managed week. to do a show that's anywhere from a half hour to an hour long every week. On and, just the new content. And we don't run at the mouth all the – well, okay, Brian does. But I do a bit, yeah. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> that's all, my it's job, good info. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're welcome. I, I'm, I'm totally digging it. I love every yeah. week something new comes out, and I'm excited more and more for the game. And I'm literally getting more excited as we go on. And, and yeah. what's great is, sure, they've, they've released some information where we're like, oh, you know, hey, we don't like how they're naming that. But come on, all the screenshots and gameplay stuff that were released were like, F yes, that looks right. Yep. That's exactly what I, I want. I keep going back to the fact that any minor complaint that I've had about things they've released, yeah. if you actually experience it in the gameplay, I'm sure I'm going to love it. Yeah. I, it's kind of looking that way. I don't see way. how I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Right. My, my only complaints right now is, is purely some of their PR and how they've handled the beta, right. which is not going to be an issue once the game is released, it's so been a it nightmare doesn't matter. From them from, oh, from we didn't really mention yeah. there is rumors. And totally. Champion server, server stability has still been an issue that I'm hoping they get sorted out soon so that it's not going to be an issue Especially for Star Especially if, as the rumors have indicated, they might have shared right. login server. Right. Now, should we mention the rumor is February 2nd is going to be yeah. the release, the official final That's release the date, it, the drop date of Star Trek Online, final version. You can no, buy a box Some places are still listening in March. Um, no, it's a total rumor, but uh, yeah. it's like one of those looking really, really, really possible. Now, this actually February came 2nd. out on, uh, I think it might have been the Eurogamer site, with a big title that says, release date confirmed. First, It would be the first <laughs> Tuesday of February, which yeah. would be a pretty decent day to release. That's not a bad day. Yeah. yeah. And um, the uh, the... Yeah. The the word is that it's it's officially unofficial. Right. It's, it's real close. And open beta they is what? Is like we're looking at January. Well, or actually, this is something that we kind of glossed over. They had an interview Eurogamer did, same guys, with yep. a uh, Andy the Network Technician. Who's, he's famous <laughs> now just for stepping up to the cryptic booth. <gasps> Way to go Andy the Network question. Technician. Way to go Andy. <laughs> and his um, <laughs> actually this is kind of paraphrased, but his quote is they're pointing towards maybe January for open beta and a possible release in March. So okay. that was actually his word was okay. march for release yep. um yep. but i think that is still in line with what we've been told is that's, definitely that's quarter the rough one. time frame give or take a month or so all the all, everything's pointing to the first three months of this coming year which you know really what? is only we're, we're, we're in november now so we've got one two three months maybe till open beta and another month maybe another month and a half after yeah. that uh-huh. to release Pretty yeah. exciting. That's not, and that's not long. When this uh, article came out that was a confirmation of the release date, which was later, they didn't rescind the article, but they put a note at the bottom that says, that, note, this is not confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was confirmed to be February 2nd, which was not confirmed. Right. Yeah. Um, but shortly after that, we did have confirmation from somebody at Cryptic that said we will be releasing information to you soon. I expect that. I think yeah. so. I mean, they've got to, at a certain point, they've got to firm up their suppliers now, and I wanna, all that stuff. I also want to point out uh, that theoretic, theoretically, the private beta has already started, the closed beta. Right. Uh, so now I'm, I'm assuming it has since we've gotten information. They may not have uh-huh. done it perfectly right, but they've done but it. But until you're actually pointing your eyeballs at a screen. I, I don't it. necessarily believe it. But uh, just the same, when we talk to people at PAX, the unofficial thing is, man, we really hope it's out by Thanksgiving. The beta? The private beta. Right. Um, and so... We're ahead of that. So technically, Cryptic is significantly ahead well, not of only that, but they, they wanted what to be they able, were hopes were. They wanted to be able to, uh, well, yeah, absolutely. paraphrase, they wanted to be able to go f- home for Thanksgiving and play Stowe, which right. means they would hope to be at the point where the servers are up 24-7 or, or at least, by Thanksgiving. Or at least stable enough to leave up all Open Thanksgiving the, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun, and yeah. hopefully we're in there by then. But we'll you know what? It would be great if in the private beta, Cryptic just did Thanksgiving weekend, murder the Borg, and everyone immediately gets good <laughs> class ships, and Borg just fly in, and it's just a nonstop onslaught against Borg. That would be awesome. If I'd you're love listening, to do that. 
if you're All listening, right. Cryptic, do that and get us in on it. You can uh, have that one for free. Please. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. first one's for free. Right? <laughs> All right. I think that wraps up this episode of Stoke. We've got to mention, if you want to hit us up, you can do it over at jupitercolony.com. There's a spot in there just for Stoke. It's a beautiful got, little forum, guys. We've got Jupiter beautiful. Force going on in there. We're organizing people. They're going to be a member of our fleet in Star yep. Trek Online. It's gorgeous. There's also Actually, technically fleets, because I will be organizing on the Klingon side as well. All right. Yeah. All right. Says him. And then also Blade. over at facebook.com slash Jupiter Broadcasting. That's where you find yeah. out information about new show releases. You can be a fan of us. Releases. And uh, we, we sometimes we stream these live, and, uh, and we kind of announce them over there on, uh, on our Facebook page at Jupiter mm-hmm. Broadcasting. Absolutely. We'd love right. you to be involved. Do we Fantastic. set up tips at Jupiter Broadcasting? We do. We have tips at jupiterbroadcasting.com. It's an email account we now well have. Done. So I know, you guys. Remember that point uh, where I wasn't talking for 60 seconds? That yeah. was you setting it up. That was me setting it up. Nice. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thanks Genius. so much. You're welcome for that little break I gave you. <laughs> Next episode of Stoked, Stoked 11 will be uh, Tuesday. Next Tuesday. All righty, guys. All right. See you then. Later. <laughs>